Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What is up, guys? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. We've got a solo one today. As the title would suggest, I want to touch on training to failure. Um, this question comes up quite a lot and I'm sure any trainers or, you know, health and fitness professionals out there that are listening, um, could agree, you know, how often should you be training to failure? What are the benefits of training to failure, um, in the gym with resistance, obviously strength training, um, and is it the best option for you in your training? Now I want to jump straight in. So as a, as a PT, um, working with clients over the past, uh, eight years, Typically, when you have someone come in to, that wants to work with you and they don't necessarily have a specific goal or they're, they're not an athlete or they haven't got a great deal of experience or education around training, people come in with very, very similar um, ways that they think that I will approach their session. So, you know, and, you, and I see this so often in the gyms and stuff as well. People want to go and see their trainer or they want to go in by themselves train as hard as they possibly can for 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, and leave the gym feeling like they've just absolutely ruined themselves, drenched in sweat, heart rate through the roof, walking out feeling like they don't know how they're going to train again tomorrow. Now, although this can be fantastic for your mental discipline, can be fantastic in certain scenarios physically as well, um, and you know, to an extent, yes, you will see some progression with your, your health and fitness and maybe uh, muscle mass and whatnot, but in general, training to failure every single session and going into the gym and, and I guess gauging your the quality of your workout based on how high your heart rate was or how drenched in sweat you are or you know how many sets you train to failure is not going to be your best option and uh, I'm going to explain why. So, and, I, and I'll also back it up by saying I could genuinely get anyone that's listening to this podcast or someone walking past me um, in the city or whatnot to come and train me for an hour um, and make sure that at the end of the hour I feel absolutely fucked and and that has been a difficult session. I'm drenched in sweat and all the rest of it. That is not a sign of a good trainer, okay? That's not a coach. That's not a good trainer. It's, there's no real understanding there as to, to the, the programming of the session. There's no understanding as to progression. Um, it's really, you know, and I say this a lot with personal trainers, unfortunately, and I think there's a few reasons for it. One, it's trainers that aren't necessarily super educated. You know, they've done their course and whatnot, but they don't have a great understanding of how progression actually works. And two, they just fall victim to doing ex- like I mean, in, to, in in some way or another, you obviously have to make sure that the client is happy. If you're getting paid by someone to train them, you obviously need to make sure they're fucking enjoying it and they're happy. But if if they're coming to you for results, do you have to make sure that you understand that you're a professional? Okay, you're the um, you're the person that is teaching them. You're the expert. So you do need to teach them. So when I have a client that comes in that wants to just train their ass off, not rest, um, do a fuckload of cardio, whatever it is, with no real clear goal in mind, for me, that's a great opportunity to educate someone. Okay, so there's been plenty of females in particular that I've trained that the first couple of sessions are almost looking at me like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't feel extremely tired. I feel like I could do so much more. Um, we haven't done any cardio, blah, 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 blah. And then a month or two down the track, they're looking and feeling the best they've ever looked. They're now squatting a good weight. They're deadlifting. They're maybe their VO2 max is a lot higher. Their energy output's a lot better. They're eating way more, but they're losing more fat. And it all starts to make sense. But 
getting back to what I was talking about, like training to failure. So if I go in, I'm going to give you the most basic example as to why training to failure every single time is not a good idea. So the first thing is diminishing returns. Um, you know, let's say, you know, me explaining this um, via audio and not via video may make it a little difficult, but let's say you have a starting point on a Monday, right? Your, your energy level or your recovery rate is at, is at, um, is at base level. So let's say it's zero. You do your session Monday, you absolutely smash yourself and now by the end of that, physically, you know, your recovery and whatnot, you, let's say you're at a minus five now, okay? So you absolutely ruined yourself. The next day, by the time you train on the Tuesday, you may, may be back up to a minus two, minus one and then you go back in and smash yourself again, okay? So now you're down to a minus six, minus seven. Wednesday, same thing, blah, blah, blah. By the time you get to the end of the week, your quality of your session sucks. You're not progressing at all. Your body's probably fucking had it. You're not recovered very well. You're most likely going to binge eat or whatnot. And there's no real progression. There's no chance for progression. So when we talk about progressive overload, I've touched on this before. I've done a whole episode on it. We need more weight, more reps or more sets over time. You just need to be progressing in a smallest way possible as often as possible. Okay, so if I'm going into the gym and just smashing myself every single time, to an extent, as I said, there is going to be some form of benefit. You know, your, um, the, the metabolic work that you're doing, the, the lactate threshold stuff or whatever you want to call it as you're training, yes, you're going to be able to handle that a lot better over time and you're going to increase your fitness um, to an extent. But you will reach a point where you're not progressing anymore. It's like I see group fitness classes all the time and, um, you know, we won't name any certain gyms and whatnot, but... Um, group fitness classes where the programming fucking horrible. It's absolutely shit house. There's no progression whatsoever, but the members love it because they feel like they're working their ass off every time. But when you look at the weights they're using um, week one to say week 15, they're pretty much exactly the same. There's no real progression there. So how do you possibly think that you're going to be able to improve over time if there's no measurability of what you're doing? So the second example I want to use, and I'll probably leave it at this after I explain this because I don't want to kind of ramble on too much which i probably already have and 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 overload you guys with information so that this makes fucking no sense but i'm going to use a really basic example and i also wanted to say that i'm not saying that you shouldn't train to failure there's definitely a time and place for it um which i'll explain soon so let's say i'm bench press okay so we walk into the gym we warm up and whatnot and we start bench press we've got 60 kilos on the bar the first set two scenarios first set i and this is training to failure the first set i go as many reps as i can and let's say i get 15 reps all right so 15 reps on the first set second set go to failure again um let's say i get six. Oh no that's a bit bit harsh let's say i get nine nah yeah nine okay so now i'm up to 24 reps total last set train to failure again I only get three reps out because I'm absolutely cooked. Now, keep in mind, once you reach failure, you're causing damage to the muscle tissue. That's what that's what training does. So it's very, very, very unlikely that after you've failed once that you're going to improve again, especially on certain movements like pull-ups and whatnot. If you fail on the first set of pull-ups, guarantee you will not get that same amount of reps again in the second set and the quality of your training is going to drop off very fast. So on bench press, we've done 15 first set, nine on the second, three on the third. Our total rep range, our total reps there is 27, right? So your chest is cooked, your heart rate's up, you're probably sweating, you feel like an absolute champion because you've just fucking failed on every set and you, you go to the next exercise feeling like you've done more than enough to see progression. If I had have stayed away from failure, 
particularly on the first two sets. Maybe the third set I reach failure. But if I stay away from failure, instead of going all these crazy rep ranges, I just do three sets of 10 at 60 kilos. After my three sets, I've done 30 reps. Okay, so I've done three more reps than what I would have done if I was training to failure. So it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out which one's going to lead to more better results over time. All right now, again, if your goal is, say, let's say cardio is your goal and you're going in trying to expand energy, yeah, you want to be working at a high heart rate for a long period of time. But when we're talking about progression over time, training to failure may not necessarily be your best bet, particularly even with muscle growth. You don't need to train to failure every time for muscle growth. So that's what I wanted to explain. And now the second part of this is, is when should you train to failure? And that's a good question. For me, I, I try, particularly on big compound lifts, there's no way I'm going to go to failure most of the time anyway, unless there's some weird exception. Most of the time I don't go to failure unless it's the final set. So I'm doing four sets of squats. I'm not going to fail until I get to the fourth one because then it's not going to make my other reps, my other sets suffer. If you're going in and training a certain movement or a certain muscle group for the whole session, imagine you fail on set one. Uh, let's use another example. Let's say it is squats, right? So you're going in to do legs. You fail on your first set of squats. The rest of your session is going to be trash. Okay, the rest of your session is going to deteriorate quite quickly compared to whether compared to if you had to save those failure sets for towards the end of the session. I typically don't train to failure that often on compound movements, more so on isolation exercises or you know machines, things like curls, things like. Um, extensions, you know, cable exercises and whatnot, I'll go to failure on air because it's safer. I very rarely, if ever, train to failure on a such a lift such as a squat or a deadlift, even bench press. That's just my that's just my personal opinion, but I think for most people it's probably a smart idea. So I hope this episode really does clear a bit of this misconception up and and you don't need to leave the gym every time feeling like you couldn't possibly do any more. Because if you couldn't possibly do any more, then the chances are the next session you're not going to do more. And remember, the, the main ingredient for progress over time is progressive overload. If you can't do that, then you cannot expect to see results long term. So hopefully this has helped in some way or another. If it has, do me a favor, uh, take a screenshot, post on Instagram story, um, tag me. I'd love to hear your feedback. Better yet, go onto iTunes, leave a review, give me a five-star rating if you have liked the show and taken some value away. Um, I hope you're enjoying these episodes lately. I'm loving this little groove we've got now of a, a solo episode each week as well. We've got some incredible guests coming up. We've got a big bank of, exercise, of, uh, of episodes ready to share with you guys and it's just a matter of time till they come out now. So thank you. I appreciate you tuning in. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already regardless of whether you're listening on on Spotify or iTunes, wherever it is. Um, And again, thank you. I hope you have a fantastic day.